Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hi, this is The Author Show, and I'm your host, Linda Thompson. Before I introduce our guest, just a quick reminder that selected interviews are available in our iPhone app which can be downloaded in the App Store as well as on TV on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is The Author Show. If you're a massage therapist and want to begin working with our elder population, today's show is definitely for you. Linda McDougall is a certified massage therapist and a practitioner of holistic health, and she has written her book, The Spirit Method of Massage for Seniors, Raising the Bar. Linda joins us today to tell us more. Linda, welcome to The Author Show. Thank you very much, Linda. This is going to get to sound really strange when we keep calling each other by the same name, but Linda, will you please give us a quick overview of The Spirit Method of Massage for Seniors? Yes, it's a book about far more than massage, and it's not your ordinary training tool. I wrote it because I saw in my practice a lot of things that I thought needed to be addressed for the future generations that came as caregivers and as massage therapists to this generation. Well, let's talk about the SPIRIT method. And your book title, the word SPIRIT, is in all caps. Is this a particular type of massage? Is it a philosophy? Give me a little bit more. It's probably more of a philosophy. What I did was each of those letters, S-P-I-R-I-T, stands for a chapter in the book. And each of those chapters has several chapters underneath it, subchapters. So that's where spirit comes from. And it's more of a philosophy overall, but it has some techniques as well. Why did you decide to write a book that you call a primer for massage therapists and caregivers? Because, like I said, I saw a lot of things I know could be just because people didn't understand seniors, didn't understand the reasons people did things when we're older, and they didn't understand some of the disabilities that we have. There were just a lot of things I saw. People weren't aware of what they were doing or how they were behaving with us and what the needs were on the opposite side. So they just were going by their schedules and what they needed to get done and not realizing maybe that the person that they were dealing with had some issues that they weren't aware of. It would really be nice if people just took time to ask a few questions and then listen, wouldn't it? (laughs) Yes, it would. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Linda, you work with people with arthritis. You have a master's in counseling psychology and have worked with people with developmental disabilities for years. How did this background help with the creation of your book? Yes, years of working, decades of working with the developmentally disabled. And I knew at some point that I would be working with seniors if I lived long enough. And I have lived long enough now. <laughs> so I've been working with them for a while now. But the two populations have very similar needs. You've got the Alzheimer's and dementia. You've got mental retardation. Similar, not identical, but similar needs. You've got physical disabilities, which require wheelchairs, walkers, and all that. You've got medication similarities. So my background, and especially my background as a federal advocate for the developmentally disabled, 
where I did a lot of uh, research on medication side effects and things like that helps me a lot working with my seniors who also have a lot of medications and side effects and nutrient depletions because of the medications they take. And nobody's really addressing that, which is part of what my book is. Um, There's a lot of difference between massage therapist and a caregiver. How do you address both in one book? I tried not to be too jargony and boiled it down to just as simply as I could. I mean, there is some jargon in there because when you come from a discipline that has jargon, sometimes you have to use that. But I also explained it so that everybody from an executive, from a caregiving situation to the caregiver themselves, to the massage therapist could all understand it. That's one of the things I had seen as missing in the educational materials that I had been exposed to. And I thought it was necessary because the caregivers and the massage therapists need to work together to address what's going on with the clients. And quite frankly, one of my disappointments is that we come and go as kind of ghosts in retirement homes. They don't use what we know. They don't use our expertise. And that kind of frustrates me. (laughs) I understand that. And I have to agree a lot. Before my mother passed, I hired a massage therapist to come to our home. And that was once a week. And she loved it. I mean, she relaxed with it. Uh, It's a whole lot different than what my massage therapist did with me. So how and when did you discover that massage therapy for our elders is really a whole lot different than for a young or middle-aged person? Actually, that's one of the reasons I went into it, besides the fact that I wanted to work with seniors, is because it's a challenge. It isn't just rubbing some oil on somebody who just wants to relax. I mean, I can do that, but I like the challenge of, okay, this one has Parkinson's and Parkinson's can be different depending on who has it and how long they've had it and how it's affecting them, et cetera, et cetera. So even in the same disablement, there are changes that you've got to do in either how you approach it or how you actually do the massage or where you do the massage. It's just a daily challenge. And I actually love that because it makes me think it keeps me on my toes and it doesn't bore me to death. I like that. So Linda, do you recommend that anyone giving massages to anyone else should be certified or licensed through their state licensing board? I would certainly hope so because you can kill somebody. That's little known. But if you don't know that somebody has a problem like a blood clot in their leg and you're not listening to what they're telling you, you can lose that blood clot. That's scary. Yes. You better know that's usually in the leg and that's usually a deep, deep ache that they have in the leg. And if somebody tells you they have a deep, deep ache in that leg, you get them to a doctor because you want to make sure that that is not a blood clot, that that's what's happening. Mm. You just don't touch them. You know, you just take them. As we age, our bones become more susceptible to cracks and breaks. How do you teach a masseuse to use a lighter touch with an elderly person? Yes, especially around the bones. You can have a stronger touch on the muscles if it's not directly over a bone. 
it depends on the person and their skin integrity and their age and just all sorts of things. But yes, if they have bone problems, then yes, you want to very light touch. My mother had multiple myeloma before she passed and multiple myeloma is bone cancer. She got massages for the first time in her life, mind you, (laughs) when she had multiple myeloma. So that person had to be very, very careful with her because she could roll over in bed and break something. Mm, Wow. So Basically, you've almost got to have a feather touch in some instances, right? You're just barely touching someone, and yet it's that human interaction with an elder who probably doesn't have a whole lot of family right there and probably doesn't get many hugs during the day, and we all know that the human touch is very healing and very comforting. Is that part of what you teach? That is part because, yes, the seniors are often alone or semi-alone and don't get that much touch, except custodial maybe, you know, where they're being bathed or they're being dressed or whatever. So yes, touch is healing to everybody. Well, what would you say are the primary benefits of massage for an elder or for anyone else for that matter? Well, especially for elders, one of the things that you have to understand is that as we age, we grow more and more scar tissue in our muscle tissue and in our organs. So massage can keep that broken up to some degree so that you have a better range of motion. You have more circulation because a lot of us have poor circulation as well. So you want to keep the nutrients and the oxygen going to the muscles. And if the circulation is hampered, as it often is with scar tissue, then you're going to have less and less circulation in certain areas, which is going to cause problems in those areas. Can the Spirit Method book be compared with any other book that we might find on the shelves? Not that I know of, which is one reason I wrote it, because I figured somebody needed to be just a plain speaking guide because it's not a large segment of us who work with seniors at this point in time. But as the generations go by, my generation and then my son's generation, there's going to be more and more call for it and more and more need for more therapists to be in that role and more caregivers, of course. So the more they understand going in, whether this is going to be a right decision for them or a wrong decision for them, that's important. And this book will tell you what to expect. And if it's not for you, then please don't. We don't need more people that don't. (laughs) We want people who want to be with us. That's right. Let's get into the touchy question of affordability. As I'm sure you're aware, most insurance companies do not recognize holistic healing as something they want to cover. And I found that massage therapy is one of those things that is always out of pocket. How does a senior on a very fixed income afford out-of-pocket expenses like massage? That's a good question because a lot of them don't. It's that simple. The only insurance that I've ever found that might cover it would be the Screen Actors Guild insurance. Hmm. So if you happen to be a screen actor, you're in good shape, I guess. (laughs) But as far as the majority of people, that's one of the sticking points to getting massage. I have tried to get sponsors in the past, and if anybody's listening and would like to be a sponsor to that, I would love to talk to you because I've done sponsored massage before, but it's been for the caregivers themselves, not for the seniors. 
And I would love to help seniors who can't afford it, but need it. Well, Linda, now that you've written your first book, will there be more coming from you? I hope so. I am looking at a few people that could help me because I want to do, this is the spirit method of, I'm looking for the spirit of, and that can be all sorts of things. So I'm hoping to do a few different books like that, kind of like Chicken Soup for the Souls series. That's great. So what would you say is the number one main message in the spirit method of massage for seniors that you would like readers to remember? Basically, be aware. Don't just go about your routine without really looking at who you're dealing with on a daily basis and asking questions and and being alert for changes that they may not even know are going on, but you can see, feel, hear, whatever. Be aware. That's the whole book is be aware of these things because they're important to how you deal with your seniors or anybody else you're caring for. Linda, will you please read a short excerpt from The Spirit Method of Massage for Seniors for our listeners? Sure. This one is what problems can cause seniors to take their meds irregularly. For the sake of argument, let's say the senior experiences no side effects. What are some reasons seniors might not take their medications as directed? Put yourself in the mind and body of a senior. What if your memory isn't as good as it once was? What if you are busy doing other things and time just slips by? Maybe you're in too much pain to move or you are asleep. Today, there are systems that can alert seniors when it's time to take medications and they are packaged and ready to take. These systems keep many elderly patients on track. This solves some problems, but not all. As we age, our muscles decline in strength and size. Bottles and jars can be difficult or painful to open. What if you were alone and cannot open your medication? You may feel uneasy about calling a relative or friend to come help you. What if you had no one to call? Eyesight changes over time. Printing on most items seems to get smaller or blurs. What if you can't read the directions for taking your meds? What if pills need cutting or splitting? Do you have the strength and vision to make that happen without injury? And even if you got through all those issues successfully, what if taking pills was an issue all by itself? Gagging or choking on pills is a big problem for some seniors. If you are alone when taking the pills, you could be gambling your life just to take them. You may be weighing if it's worth the risk. If you decide it isn't, you may not be getting the dosage you need. Would you be embarrassed to tell your doctor and ask if there is a liquid form? Some people won't tell or ask. If you feel unsafe moving around, you may choose to skip moving to take medications. Your hearing may be compromised and you won't hear the alert telling you it's time to take your pills. Or maybe you have little money on which to survive. In that case, you may choose to make your own schedule for taking your medication rather than follow the doctor's orders. When you have to choose between eating an expensive but possibly life-saving pills, which comes first? What if several of these problems exist? What do you think the likelihood of a senior staying on a medication schedule would be? Most problems involving aging don't have a one-and-done solution. They are multifactorial. Look at health, at the environment at mental conditions, at disabilities, at attitude, and at how someone is treated by family and staff. 
Is that person allowed to be as independent as they safely can? Or are they being taken care of to a fault? Medication scheduling is a simple thing that we who are younger take for granted in our lives, but aging takes nothing for granted. Boy, if that isn't the truth. There's some very good things in what you just read that a lot of us need to take to heart. So Linda, where can we learn more about you and where can we purchase the Spirit Method of Massage for Seniors? At my website, loveyourlongevity.com. And there is a picture of the book on the front page you can click, or you can go to one of the top menu bars that says the spirit of, and that will take you to the book page itself. And there's information about you and your work, and there's also links to purchase your book. Is that correct? Correct. We've been talking with Linda McDougall, author of The Spirit Method of Massage for Seniors. Linda, thank you so much for taking time to share your book and practice with us today. I do hope that a lot of people will take this to heart and are going to want to read your book. So will you please consider coming back to chat with us again when you publish your next book? I'd love to. Thank you, Linda. Senior massage work has its own special hurdles. We need more educated workers who are ready to tackle those hurdles with knowledge and compassion. So if you're interested in entering the world of massage therapy for our elder population, please grab a copy of Linda's book today at loveyourlongevity.com. And once you finish it, don't forget to post your review. And please share this interview with your friends so that they too may become acquainted with their author. And remember, the author's show may be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Plus, selected interviews can also be found on major platforms such as Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many more. Whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books, theauthorshow.com is a really great place to start. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorshow.com. theauthorshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.